The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Old Dogs REI Network, where cash flow is king. Real estate investing, the means, so you can enjoy your retirement dreams. This is the show where we cut right to the chase. No sales pitch, no long monologues, just simple how-to real estate investing advice, so you can earn the passive income you need to enjoy your retirement today. And now, your host and chief old dog, Bill Manacero. Old dogs, and welcome to Fun Facts Friday. This is our once a week, only on Friday show, where we have special episodes not featuring guests, where I will share tricks, tips, terminology, and techniques that will help skyrocket you to real estate investing success. Today's topic is, are REITs a good hedge against recession? But before we get started, uh, just want to touch base with you guys again. Uh, hope you're doing all right. I hope your real estate investing efforts are growing to fruition and uh, that uh, you are, are seeing the benefits of real estate as part of your retirement plan, as part of your income plan, and uh, some of the other great um, options available as a result of real estate investing. Well, so on to our topic. Are REITs a good hedge against recession? I know I've been talking a lot about REITs in the last year or so, and that's because uh, there are many of you that have been burned, for example, by the stock market. And, and REITs, although they're not stocks, they kind of fall into the same kind of passive investing, however, without as high a risk, I believe. Um, for those of you that don't know what a REIT is, I'm talking about real estate investment trusts. Um, the definition of a REIT is a um, company that owns and operates income properties, collecting rent from residential or commercial tenants. They're somewhat similar to mutual funds, which I know have not been performing that well. So I, I don't want to look at the performance as them relative to mutual funds, but REITs also have like mutual funds, a pool of investors behind them who take a portion of the profits uh, generated by these properties. Now, how does a REIT work? REITs invest in different kinds of real estate assets uh, using funds from a pool of investors, as I mentioned. They then distribute the earnings from these investments among the initial investors in the form of dividends, retaining a small percentage for themselves. They operate similarly to mutual funds that I mentioned in form and function. The main difference is that a mutual fund buys stock in many different companies with the money from its pool of investors. Then the fund then distributes the earnings from its investments uh, among the shareholders, uh, keeping a portion of the earnings for themselves. Now, stocks um, are 
basically paper that represents money. Uh, they do not represent uh, solid assets like REITs do. So how do REITs make money? You might be thinking that a REIT is essentially a landlord that collects rent from residential tenants. Now, while REITs do have tenants, um, they invest in residential properties such as apartment buildings or housing developments, things like that. They also invest in offices, warehouses, malls, hospitals, hotels, and many other types of properties. There are also mortgage REITs, or known as MREITs, which do not generate income from rent, but rather from financing properties uh, for borrowers. Finally, there are hybrid REITs, which do both of these things. One great distinction between REITs and mutual funds is that by law, REITs must pay out 90% of their income to shareholders in the form of dividends. And I think that's a, that's a great benefit. You think uh, nobody's holding back on, on the income there. But the biggest and most valuable distinction is that REITs are backed by tangible assets, as I mentioned, unlike stocks and mutual funds. Now, there are, of course, advantages and disadvantages to REITs. Compared with traditional real estate investments, REITs offer several advantages. First and foremost, liquidity. With a REIT, you can essentially take your money and leave with relative ease. In contrast, if you are a property owner looking to sell, the process could take months or even years, depending on market conditions and the asset. Another is lower risk real estate investing. Because REITs invest in several properties, the likelihood of not receiving a dividend payment is low. Compare this to being the sole landlord of a particular property. You must either collect rent or hire a property manager to do so on your behalf. Either way, your income is largely dependent on your tenant's ability to pay each month. Another advantage is diversity in property investment. Most folks aren't in a position to own an office building, a hospital, or a warehouse. With a REIT, you can reap the benefits of investing in commercial real estate. Uh, also, good potential returns. Generally speaking, real estate values tend to go up, and REITs also tend to increase in value over time. This is in addition to any income generated from dividends. Let's look on the other side of things. There are several potential disadvantages that you need to be aware of in investing in a REIT. Uh, taxes on dividends as one. REITs are required to pay a minimum of 90% of their profits to investors. If they fail to do so, they must pay taxes on those dividends. However, because they pay such a large amount of the profits to investors, it is the investors who end up paying taxes on the earnings. In many cases, REITs pay out 100% of the profit generated from the properties in their management for this very reason. And contrary to dividends paid from stocks, which enjoy the lower rate of a capital gains tax, dividends on REITs don't qualify for lower rate and are usually taxed as ordinary income. REITs are also sensitive to interest rates. This is particularly relevant today, given the rate hikes we have seen as part of the Fed's attempt to curb inflation. REIT prices increase as interest rates increase. If you have been investing in a REIT for some time already, the recent rate increases will likely have been beneficial for you. However, if you are new to REITs, the price of admission, so to speak, is higher now than it has been in recent years. The opposite is also true. If interest rates go down, so do the price of REITs, meaning that if rates go down and you were planning on cashing out, 
you may be looking at a loss. Fees, another one. Because REITs distribute most of their profits among investors, they see little or no revenue from their investments. To be profitable, REITs charge sales commissions and upfront offering fees, which means you may end up making less money from them than you initially expected. You'll want to make sure to consider these additional expenses when estimating returns on a REIT. And finally, don't expect to get rich quickly. REITs are long-term investments. Because several factors can impact the value of REITs, they are generally only considered ideal for those investing on a long-term basis. And I'm talking mainly about cash flow investors. So how do I invest in a REIT? Investing in a REIT is comparable to investing in stocks or bonds. Although there are public, non-listed, and private REITs, most REITs are publicly traded on major stock exchanges. In addition, just like stocks, there are REIT mutual funds and exchange-traded funds, ETFs, in which investors can buy shares. So the big question, should you invest in a REIT? Well, that's a personal question that only you can answer after doing your due diligence. Does investing in a REIT make you a real estate mogul? Absolutely not. The, the owners of the real estate in question will always be the REIT. So any claim that REITs are somehow an easy way to get into real estate should be taken with a grain of salt. However, in a well-managed portfolio, REITs can add an extra layer of diversification, generate cash flow, and increase in value over time. Not every asset is right for everyone, so you still need to do your due diligence and make sure you study any potential investment meticulously and, if needed, consult with a professional advisor. So just wrapping it up, with the current market volatility, REITs are very appealing, especially in the fact that they are fairly liquid. You don't have the same advantage with syndications or owning properties. Uh, there you're gonna you, you either have to wait it out or uh, you know you have to sell of course and that could take time too. Either way, it's worth considering if you are interested in real estate investing and want to get your feet wet, or you have some funds that are not earning interest right now that you might want to park in a liquid, high yielding investment. Well, that's it for now. Please note, old dog listeners, everything presented here today can be accessed in our detailed show notes on the Old Dogs website at olddogsreinetwork.com forward slash blog. We're going to look for the episode entitled, Are REITs a Good Hedge Against Recession? Well, that's the show for today. Remember, cash flow is king and real estate investing the means. Until next time, keep moving forward and may God bless. Thank you very much for visiting the Old Dogs REI Network. We would greatly appreciate if you would stop by iTunes and let us know what you think of the show. We would love if you could subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star rating, and write a review. The more ratings and reviews we receive, the more visible the podcast will be to others. Thank you.